Welcome to another exciting episode of Brain Lado Productions. I am not your normal host, Davo. Uh, Davo, unfortunately, could not be here today. He is at a uh, Ric Flair pageant. Uh, Davo actually looks a lot like Ric Flair, and every year he participates in this uh, Ric Flair pageant where they pick who looks the most like uh, Ric Flair, and then they they take him to the, uh, I guess, the Ring of Honor, as it's called. So, But with me, we have Kells. With a tear in my eye. <laughs> that should have picked me for the pageant. Hello, everyone. And Neil? Because I hate to say it, you don't really look that much like Ric Flair. You're right. I think it's the hair. <laughs> it's probably the hair. It's probably the hair. And Neil gets to play with us today because we called in a favor, or actually we probably owe him a favor, from Minneapolis, Minnesota, Barry. Hello, everybody. Take it See away, Barry. Tonight we have a a, a quiz that uh, Andy, when you you're a teacher, and and uh-huh. when you were in school and and back in that one room schoolhouse in, in right. Shermer, Illinois, right. yes, they, they learned you <laughs> they learned you the three R's, right? Reading, writing, and arithmetic. Well, tonight's quiz is the three Q's, and you're wondering what the three Q's are. It's uh-huh. the quintessential quiz questions. These are all what I think are quintessential quiz questions. And if you're ready, we'll start with Andy's favorite category, science. (laughs) Oh, see, Barry, (laughs) that's why we have you here, so we can have some fun once in a while. (laughs) Well, let's let's make it fun. And by the way, Andy, these are not, the answers are not in the form of a question. You can just tell me the answer and you'll get credit. I appreciate that, as do the lawyers from Jeopardy. There you go. (laughs) Well, starting with question number one, at what temperature is Celsius and Fahrenheit identical? Lock in. (laughs) We had this recently, and it was my question. (laughs) And you probably got it wrong. (laughs) No, I wrote this question. He wrote the quiz. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm pretty, I locked in. Pretty sure I'm right. Let's start first with Kels. I believe it's negative 40 degrees. Andy, what did you say? Negative 40. And Sensei, what did you say? It is negative 40. It is, in fact, negative 40. I kind of panicked there because I could imagine getting a question wrong that I wrote earlier. I was just. (laughs) I wanted to start it off easy, you know? Okay. And, and these Appreciate are essential questions, so you should uh, you should know them. Question two in science: What is the rarest blood type? Locked in. Think spearmint. <laughs> uh, um, I'm locked in. I ooh, see. I know I'm hot blooded. If you check and see. Wow. That's not locked what the women say, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yank and Andy's chain. Andy, why don't you tell us what the answer is? Double O negative. Double O negative. (laughs) Yeah. That's what James Bond has. Uh, Neil, what'd you say? I think it's AB negative. Okay. And Kels, what'd you say? 
I think it's all. I think it's AB negative as well. It is. I'll accept AB in the negative. That is correct. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Ever I've heard of somebody with double O negative? It's pretty rare. It, it, it is. It is. Yes. Question three in the science. We're, we'll try and get you an easy one here. What is the voltage of a D cell battery? No. Locked in. Locked in. I don't know. Uh, locked in. All right. Let's start with, with Neil. 1.5 volts. And Andy, would you say? 1.5 volts. And Kels? I said nine. It is 1.5 volts. So going into question four, uh, Neil is perfect, but let's uh, see what happens here. Oh, stop it. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I alert. He's going to remain wow. perfect. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, he, ha he does tend to win a, sh a fair share when I, uh, when I host. But let's go to question yeah. four. Babies are born without a certain bone that we as adults have. Experts say they don't even develop these until after the baby is born. What is the bone? And for five bonus points, what's the scientific name of it? Locked in. Locked in. Hmm. I think Andy's trying to figure out if the gravy bone is an actual bone or not. You know... I'm, I'm picking on I'm, you, Andy. I don't know why. I'm, Other than it's fun. Mm-hmm. You don't need any more reason than that. There you go. <laughs> I'm torn between two. They both they've both locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's a soft spot on their head. But I think that's just the skull closing in. So it's gotta be the other one. So I'm locked in. Okay. Let's go first to Andy. What'd you say? I think it's the kneecap. Okay. And do you have a guess as to what the kneecap, if it were correct, would be called? Canisius uh, capius. Oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Celsius, what did you say? Seeing as you're now going to Latin. <laughs> uh, kneecaps, and they're known as the patella. And oh. sensei, what did you say? I wrote down kneecap slash patella. Well, it is right. kneecap slash kinesi patella. No, uh, patella bone. That is correct. Neil, why don't you give us the score after the first round? Andy has 30. Kels has 45. No, Kels has 35, and I have 45. All right. Well, then let's head to question category two, which is geography. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Question one. You might like this, Andy. There are three islands of importance in Napoleon's life, where he was born in 1769, where he was abdicated in 1814, and where he died around Andy's birthday in 1821. Because <laughs> I'm old. It's the Sweet 16. Right. Uh, uh, for each one correct in the right order, you'll get five points. If you answer the first one correctly but miss it, you only get five points. So wow. they have to be in order other than the first one. Okay. So the first one is obviously you get five points. And then if you got them all correct, you get 15. 
Oh, we have to give them to you in order, like in born, order, exile, born. and where died. Yep, oh, I'm okay. locked in. Uh, I'm locked in. I'm not sure I got the last two in the right order. Uh, yeah, I'm locked in. Okay, everybody locked in. Let's go to Kels. What'd you say? Okay, um, St. Helena, Elba, and Corsica. Okay, Neil, what did you say? Which one did you want first? The where he was born. Okay, he was born in Corsica. Oh. Okay, where was he exiled? I think his first exile was Elba, and then he was exiled again and died in St. Helena. Okay. And Andy, what did you say? Born on Corsica, Elba was the first one, St. Helena is the second one. And that is the correct order. Corsica, Elba, and St. Helena. Very good. Ooh, that one had me nervous. So Well, and that's everybody seems to kind of get the last two confused, and that's why it's kind of a good question. So what were the scores on that one then? Andy got 15. You got 15, and unfortunately, Kells got zero because he did not get them in order. (laughs) Question number two. What country has the most volcanoes in the world with 76 that have erupted at least 1,171 times in known history? Locked in. Locked in. Hmm. Wow, I might have stumped Mr. Geography. Nah, hmm. volcanoes aren't. He's got four in his head. He's just making sure he knows what the right one is. <laughs> the most volcanoes. Pretty sure it's Monster Island. They're not recognized as a as a country, though, Andy. That's why Godzilla gets pissed off so often as to go into Tokyo and mess him up a bit. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll lock in. Okay. Let's go first to you then, Kels. I think the USA. Okay. And Neil, what did you say? So I think the USA has the most volcanoes, but the most active volcanoes, I'm pretty sure, is Indonesia. And what did you say, Andy? Oof, I went with Japan. The correct answer is Indonesia. Of course. Did you ask for active or just most volcanoes? The most volcanoes with 76 that have erupted 1,171 times in total in known historical times. So that's what my research showed. All right. All right. Question three. This is going to be 10 points and a five-point bonus. Geography. How many states are landlocked. If you get it correct, you will get 10 points. And I'll give you one on either side. And if you're within five, but not within one, obviously, you'll get five points. And then the five-point bonus, what is the only triple landlocked state? Well, how do you you get to be triple landlocked? It means that both the states surrounding it Oh, it's, correct. It's, it's inception, Andy. It's, in, it's wow. inception. So by landlock, are you talking about oceans? Correct. Or navigable rivers? Oceans. Okay. Um, I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in with a guess. All right, I'm locked in. Okay. 
Andy, what'd you say? Wow, it's always me first. What what's going on here? Um, <laughs> I went first the last two times. <laughs> yes, he did. You're <laughs> like Allison of old. Um, I uh, I just decided that I just went with 25 just to give the country like okay, the coastline's got to be half. So landlocks going to be the other half. Uh, but I'm pretty comfortable with, I think it's going to be Nebraska that is the triple landlocked state. <laughs> Sorry. What's so funny? What did I do wrong? Uh, I misheard the question, didn't I? No, no, no. That's, that's not it. Okay. That's not it. I think he's picturing you dressed up like Alice and I don't know. Neil, what'd you say? No, I, I wouldn't do that to myself. <laughs> my, my logic was pretty much the same as Andy's, oddly enough. Uh, I kind of guessed 25, figuring that probably half of them are, are landlocked. And my first guess for the triple landlock was Kansas. But then I realized that Kansas borders Oklahoma, borders Texas. So that's not it. So it had to be Nebraska. And Kels, what did you say? Well, I'm glad that Neil thought the same way as Andy. I just thought it was hilarious to like Andy explain my whole thought process. <laughs> It was a little disturbing, but I said 25 It is my thought process well. doesn't really work well. <laughs> In Nebraska. Well, the correct answer is 27 landlocked. Huh. There are 16 that are single landlocked, 10 that are double landlocked, and Nebraska is triple landlocked. So mm. you each get 10 points. All right. So I'm feeling good go. about that, actually. Okay. And question number four in geography. Three U.S. capital cities are named for people who never set foot in the Americas. Name two of the three for five points. And for ten points, name all three. Three capital cities. Three U.S. capital cities are named for people right. who never set foot in the Americas. I'm locked in. Of course, we all know Lord Little Rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm locked in. Um, Lord Little Rock, Andy. Never set foot. <laughs> he was he was cursed like Davy Jones. Like, could right, stay right. on the ship. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. All right, I got. There's also <laughs> Fox the Phoenix from uh, Harry Potter. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. A, Could go there. It's across the pond. My God. All right. I'm, <laughs> my third one's going to be fun. I'm locked in. <laughs> well, um, I suppose we should go to Kels first because I've picked on Andy enough. Right. Kels, what'd you say? Yep. Uh, Columbus, Columbia, and Charleston. Okay. Neil, oh, what did you Charles. say? Well, I kind of I went a different route. Maybe some of these people aren't named after. Uh, I, I put this one actually. I didn't think it might be really stupid. Now, I put Bismarck. Ooh, okay. Uh, and Columbus, Ohio, and Saint Paul, Minnesota, because it's and buried. Andy, what did you say? I too went with Saint Paul, Minnesota. I presume Augusta, Maine, is named after Augustus of the. the Greek fame, and I and and so those are the two I felt really strongly about, and the third one I couldn't get, 
And so I went with uh, Frankenfurter. Frank and Furter, if you're familiar with, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, Rocky Horror. Rocky yeah, Horror. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Struggling. So, so I stood there the for a minute. Answer that I have in my research, and I was careful to say never set foot in the Americas. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming oh, Columbus. Oh, you said Americas. Yeah, yeah Columbus, said, absolutely. Yes. He set foot in Americas. Unfortunately. Yes. Okay. So the correct answers that I have and uh, is Bismarck, which, of course, is my birthplace. And, of course, you got to know that there's going to be a Minnesota question in there mm-hmm. somewhere. So it is St. Paul. And the last one is Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. King Charles. Charles. So there you yeah. go. Those are the three. But, so you. So Bismarck is named after Otto von Bismarck, or it is indeed. A lot of Germans there in North Dakota. There, you oh know. yeah. So uh, that's that's right. Okay. So, and of course, Saint Paul uh, never never quite made it out of out of uh, where he where he lived and traveled. The Middle East area. Yeah, kind of vague. So, what's the score? After round two there, Neil. Well, I just want to confirm the scores for that last question. Kel's Kel's got one. Kel's, uh, we'll give him five for Charleston. Whoever said St. Paul got five. Whoever said Bismarck got five. Okay, so I got two of those. Andy got one of those. Yes. All right. So at the end of round two, Kel's has 50. Andy has 60 and I have 90. All right. Just like old times. Category number three. I'm going to ask the question and not reveal the the title of the category um, unless it needs to go to an easy mode. All right. 1973. Reagan McNeil was in the news, not necessarily for the news, but a procedure that was performed on her that created quite a stir. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right. And Andy. Sex change. All right. Neil. Wow. Uh, (laughs) She was the main character in The Exorcist. And Kels, what'd you say? Yeah, Reagan McNeil is from The Exorcist. Sure. She is indeed. In The Exorcist. And after that, then she had the sex change, Andy. All right. I, I, uh, you got it backwards. I was like in 74. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Laugh it up. Everybody's having fun. At your expense. That is correct. Uh, she was the main character in The Exorcist. Okay. Correct. Question number two. This should be uh, a little easier for you guys. Sean Connery. Starred in how many Bond movies? Locked in. Locked in. I have to go through it now. Think about this a little bit more. See, I have the benefit of not. I have the benefit of not knowing anything about James (laughs) Bond, so I just (laughs) guessed a number. Guess. Why'd you get it right? (laughs) Hey, you know Neil. He probably will. Yeah, Yeah, which is why I'm down forty points to the guy. You know, I can't think. That's true. That's part of the problem. <laughs> All right. So they both locked in. 
so I can talk yes. this out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Doctor No. Underneath the mango tree. You only live twice. Diamonds are forever. Um. Oh, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. <laughs> oh, and from Russia with love. So that makes six. I'm going. All right. I'm locked in. All right. Neil, what did you say? I guessed five because I have no idea. And Kels, what did you say? So he had the six Eon ones plus Never Say Never Again, making a total of seven times he played James Bond. Shoot. Andy, what did you say? I put down six. The correct answer is seven. You are correct, Kels. Thank you, sir. That one's going to sting for a while. Question number three in the movie categories. One of my favorite movies, Shawshank Redemption. What was Red's answer to Andy when Andy asked him why they called him Red? And I will give you five point bonus if you can tell me his real name. All right. I'm locked in. (laughs) I'm locked in too, but um, I want to make this clear. Kells has to do the voice. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Neil, what'd you say? I I honestly, I remember him asking the question, and I remember that the question is different than in the uh, novella, but I think he said because of his hair. That's probably a stupid question, stupid answer, but the real reason is because his name is Ellis Redding. And what did you say there, Andy? I do not remember what his name was, but I remember the joke. He said, because I'm Irish. Oh, that's right. And Kels, what'd you say? Because maybe I'm Irish. <laughs> his, his name was Ellis. It was indeed Ellis Redding. And he said, because I'm Irish. And I believe he said, because of his red hair as well. But I will accept the um, red hair as well, but he did say he was Irish as well. I don't think he said okay. that it was red hair. Did he say that, Barry? Um, I thought else? he did. I, oh, I, thought that was in the, I thought that was the part that was in the book. All right. And then when they cast Morgan Freeman, he's like, you know, maybe because I'm Irish. Because I think he was Irish in the book. All right. Kels, Kels has the script memorized. I, I know. I'll, I'll accept his <laughs> answer. And maybe it's because I did no read doubt. Book. That is correct. Yeah, so I'm Kels, not, not going to gonna take to do, points. You know for what I'm waiting for, Kels? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'd like to tell you, Andy fought the good fight. But that would be a fairy tale. And there are no fairy tales at Shawshank. No, sir. <laughs> Damn, oh, good. I love that so much. <laughs> I got camped this summer. I'm, I'm going to get better at it. Uh, well, so I, I ought to do a whole series on British, you know, movies and stuff and his movies. And we can have you and Andy going at it. There you go. Well, Andy's got to come to the camp, too, because he can't <laughs> go with his current incarnation of that. We're going to get a little more modern in our movies. The movie Frozen, when Queen Elsa flees her kingdom, when she loses control of her ability to generate ice. What Oscar-winning song was sung? Locked in. Locked in. Uh, okay, I'm sort of locked in. Okay, sort of locked in. 
Let's go with sort of locked in. What do you say, Neil? Now Ray Guy comes in for his first run of the day. Kick us away. There's a high-twisting hang-time spiral. Wow. That's awesome. That's like a sneak play. It's a quarterback sneak in reverse. (laughs) And Kels, what did you say? The cold never bothered her anyway. Let's let it go. And Andy, what did you say? Let it go. It was indeed Let It Go, sung by Adina Menzel. What do we have after three categories for a score there, Neil? Andy has 80, Kells has 95, and I have 105. Well, it's anybody's game, as they say. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's been winning from the start. (laughs) I lost a lot of ground in movies. Let's go to the written word. What does the DC in DC Comics stand for? Oh, Dave was going to be so mad he missed today. Oh, me too. I don't know. I am locked in. <laughs> um, God, I was really hoping he was going to say District of Columbia. Um, <laughs> DC. The house that Batman built. Yes. Um, locked in. Okay. Let's go to Andy. What'd you say? Diamond Comics. And no idea. Neil, what did you say? I think it started as Detective Comics. Oh, right. And Kels, what did you say? Detective Comics. That is the correct answer. DC stands for Detective Comics. We don't have to share this with Dave Owen. David doesn't listen to the show, so we can all just kind of pretend this didn't happen. Yeah, he'll he'll never hear it, Andy. Yeah. You're safe. <laughs> I should have I should have had the category to start with as written word and pictures, but <laughs> David's favorite thing. <laughs> so, according to Guinness World Record, who holds the title for the world's best-selling novelist as well as the most translated author in history? And the more important part of that is the most translated author in history. Locked in. Oh, this feels trappy. Well, I'm, I'm going with it. I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm really. All right. I'm going with my first gut instinct. Okay. Kels, what say you? It's not LeBron, but it's King James. King James. Oh, okay. clever. Well, and what did you That's say there, Neil? That's clever. Uh, yeah, I went with Agatha Christie. And Andy, what did you say? I went with Agatha Christie as well, but now I'm thinking, you know. King James know. didn't actually write it, you know that, right? That is correct. He did not. Wife. Gets all the credit, though. He, he, paid, he paid a bunch of people to do it for him. I mean. <laughs> they cribbed it from some other stories. So it is not King James, but I do have an actual copy of the Beatitudes page of an original uh, King James Bible from 1600s um, that a friend of mine bought me as a gift. So, but it is Dame Agatha Christie. That is the correct answer. Well, speaking of King James, we might as well go to the book of Matthew. Jesus fed a bunch of people. That's kind of word for word. Um, for five points each. Sorry. That's all right. For five points each, how many men, it says men, 
did they feed and how many of what did he feed them? So 15 points. If you tell me how many men he fed and how many of the different things he fed. Well, I'm pretty sure he was using hamburger helper. <laughs> That's the way to stretch things out. All right, I'm I am locked in. Yeah, I'm I'm locked in. Neil, are you locked in? Yeah. Andy, what'd you say? I said eleven loaves and eleven fishes. Okay. Uh and I'm I'm guessing, you know, I mean that seems like a lot of food. So I'm guessing <laughs> like maybe it was a Super Bowl party or something, and Jesus had maybe 25 guys at his house. Okay. Uh, I'm sure it was Saints playing Saints and Lions. <laughs> to see if the Philistines were going to cover the spread. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a miracle. Yeah, it always is, isn't it, with you? You won again. <laughs> Oh Another freaking miracle. Why do I make this bet? <laughs> Did you see that hail mom pass? <laughs> <laughs> wow. On point. That's on your point. getting to hell free card right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in good fun. It is. It is. Oh, What'd man. you say, Neil? Okay, so I think I read this once. Uh I'm pretty sure it was five thousand people. And I'm gonna go with five loads and five loaves and five fishes because a five to one thousand or one to one thousand ratio sounds okay. good to me. Good logic, good logic. And Kels, what did you say? So I thought it was four thousand, and I remembered it as seven loaves and some fish. <laughs> Seven loaves and seven sisters? No, that's not right. <laughs> you know, I just realized, and I'm not trying to joke around. I was pretty confident about that. Pretty confident about the eleven loaves and fishes. I just realized loaves and spices. I'm pretty confident. Yeah. That's where I got my number. <laughs> Once I was repeating it in my head, like, wait a minute. Oh, that's where that came from. <laughs> okay. So uh, somebody gets 10 points. Uh, that would be Neil. There were five yeah. loaves and two fish and 5,000 people, 5,000 men fed. So um, well. he gets 10 points. And oh, uh, wow. So, and the written word, question four. <laughs> In Greek mythology, he is considered the herald of the gods he is considered the protector of human heralds, travelers, and thieves, which I found really interesting, merchants, and orators. Who was this Greek uh, mythological herald of the gods? And a five-point... I'll, I'll, I'll give it an easy mode if you need it. I'm locked in. Okay, yeah, I'm locked in. Okay. And uh, Neil, what'd you say? So I was... My first answer was was Mercury, but... I changed it to Hermes because I think Hermes is the Greek. Okay. And Andy, what did you say? It is absolutely Hermes. And Kels. Hermes. It is Hermes. And the equivalent in Roman mythology is Mercury. So what do we have for a score with uh, that round finished? We have Andy with 100, Kels with 115, and I have 145. 
145. It's a miracle. Look <laughs> <laughs> at there again. Well, Andy, we're we're gonna go to history, so you gotta <sighs> gotta right. chance here. What was the name of the mission to land troops at Normandy on June 6, 1944? Locked in. Again, another quintessential trivia question. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. And Kels, what'd you say? I said Operation Overlord. And Neil, what did you say? I was thinking it was named after a place. I put Operation Nebraska. All right. And... uh and it was not uh, uh, the quarterback saying Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> but Andy, what'd you say? Operation Overlord. It is Operation Overlord. That is correct. Question two. In 1993, what was the first video game character to have a balloon in Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? And... Uh, it was also the first video game character in the Rose Bowl in 1996. Name this character. Locked in. I'm locked in with the guess. 93. All right, I'm locked in. Okay. Neil, what'd you say? I started right down Pac-Man, but that seemed way too late for him, so I went with Mario. And Andy, what did you say? I had the exact same logic as Sensei, which makes me feel so much better about my answer. Mario. <laughs> and Kels, what did you say? Well, my answer is Mario adjacent because, of course, Mario is super popular, but I went with the new kid on the block, Yoshi. Okay. We have Ooh. what they refer as a sweep. Was it Sonic? It is oh, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, man. Uh, I would not have gotten that. It would have taken me. No, I would not have gotten that. Quintessential question. Question hmm. number three in the history category. January 29th, 1886. Who applied for his vehicle-powered gas engine? The first to get it, and it was patent number 37435. Name this pioneer. Locked in? Locked in. And let's go to Kels. Uh, Benz. Neil. I said Benz too. I think I had this. I wrote this question something similar recently, and I'm going to be really mad if it's not right. That's the only right. reason I went with Benz. <laughs> Andy. I went with Benz as well. It is Carl Benz. Very yeah. good. All right. And I, I'm going to change up a question here that I had. How many people? On Twitter or Instagram, does KFC follow and, they, <laughs> and, and name the two groups of people that they follow? Locked in. The two groups of people that they follow? Oh, we've had this before. We have? Um, yeah. It's come up before. I don't remember if it was a question or not. Yeah, Quite it's come up before. I'm locked in. Okay. Okay. Let's go with Andy. Uh, they... Uh, follow 11 people and they follow the Spice Girls and people named Herb and Kels. <laughs> I said 11 and I said original and extra crispy. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, wow. nothing to do with executions on this one. Uh, <laughs> Too Neil, soon. What did you say? It is 11, and it's the five Spice Girls and six dudes named Herb. That is correct. That is correct. Um, I, I had that as an extra ask question, and uh, I switched it out. So what's the <laughs> score after the, uh, the history category? We've got Andy with 135, Kells with 140, and I have 170. Just want to clarify who KFC follows on Twitter is a history question. Well, (laughs) Andy, you got it right. I, I, I spent a lot of time in front of my class trying to convince them history is a science and you're not helping. (laughs) Uh, Well, I, I, uh, I did an audible on that one. So uh, as you know, my favorite last category, God rest his soul is uh, Alex Trebek's, um, hodgepodge or potpourri. So we talked about Carl Benz getting the first patent for the automobile. What car company manufactures Bentley, Cupra, Lamborghini, and Ducati motorcycles? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Okay. Kels? I think it's Volkswagen. Andy? Was a very loyal customer of them, Volkswagen. And Neil. But uh, VW. It is Volkswagen Group. Very good. Correct answer. All right. For five points each, what is the name given to a male and female donkey? Ralph and Alice is not an acceptable answer. Locked in. Well, you sounded confident. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm locked in. Okay. Okay, yeah. Neil, you locked in? Yeah. Let's go with Neil. Uh, I knew female is Jenny, and I couldn't think of what the male is. Uh, I think it might be Jack. All right. Andy? I could not come up with female. Um, I came up with Jack. Uh, and when I think of Jack, I think of the Joker, so I went with Joker for female. And Kels? <laughs> Uh, a male is Jack and the female is Mary. Uh, <laughs> Wait till they get a load of me. Well, the male donkey is in fact called a Jack, which is where the term jackass comes from. Mm-hmm. And a female mm-hmm. is a Jenny or Jeanette. Oh. There oh. you go. Now, hmm. now you know. So yeah, I think you each got five. And I think that Neil got 10. Of course he did. Of course he yes. did. Because he pulls farther away. <laughs> it's All anybody, right. Anybody's game. Right. <laughs> Is that your middle name, Neil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, one of the great events in all of sports just took place. It is the Masters. And Amen uh, Corner has been a legendary spectacle for decades. And the name was coined in 1958. What three holes comprise the Amen Corner? Uh, name two of the three for 10 points. And if you get all three, 15 points. No partial credit for only one. Lock in. Locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. Kelps, what'd you say? The 11th, the 12th, and the 13th. Andy, Holmes. what did you say? 
I went with the fourth, fifth, and sixth. And Neil, what did you say? I said the seventh, eighth, and ninth. Well, <laughs> we've got it pretty well covered, but only one is correct. The 11th, 12th, and 13th hole. Ooh. So Kells gets 15 points. Very good. And question number four in the uh, hodgepodge category. Who is credited with inventing calculus? And for five-point bonus, who is often who was often said to have studied under under this person and have claimed credit for it? Ooh, locked in. I feel like this is uh... who's credited with inventing it, and who was studied under that person and actually tried to claim credit for it. I have a few names dancing around in my head, and I'm not. Just, just to be ready, I think there might be a, a protest after the end of after after this question. Okay, <laughs> I'm locked in. All right, and Neil, are you locked in? Yeah. Okay, Neil, what'd you say? So, generally, I think most people think that Newton and Leibniz, Leibniz, uh, invented calculus independently. Uh, so. Oh. I would have to, so I'm not sure which route you're going there, but okay, those that, that's my answer. All right, Andy, what'd you say? Um, Isaac Newton invented calculus. I was always thought, um, and I'm guessing maybe Zombie Tycho Brahe uh, was somehow <laughs> good, in the mix. Good answer. So. Uh, <laughs> and Kels, what'd you say? I also said that uh, Newton invented calculus but his uh evil twin from the mirror dimension not when was the one who <laughs> claimed well, uh, credit you know another another theory i had was isaac newton was inventing calculus but his assistants skippy and jiff were ready to steal it from him <laughs> Sorry, I can never resist. Well, you're, you're you're really close because Newton didn't invent did invent it, and his assistant Fig was the one. No, <laughs> and and Neil, you are correct. Is that they theoretically invented it separately, uh, Leibniz, but he was a student for a year under Newton. So the answer is Isaac Newton and Godlip and Gottfried Leibniz. Okay. So after the end of regular round, Neil pulled away a little bit. What is the score, Sir Neil? Neil pulled away a little bit. So <laughs> it is uh, Andy with 160, Kells 180, and 205 for me. What's well, anybody's game? It's pretty tight. If if we if, if we get spotted a hundred points. <laughs> When you're done here, why don't you head on over to the Misinformation Trivia Podcast. It is a show for ladies and gents who love cool trivia and sticking it to annoying teams at Pub Quiz. Uh, Lauren and Julia are your hosts. They are very, very funny. Very, very cool. Give it a try. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Kels from the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, and I have some exciting info for you. ABC's hit trivia show is back for season three. And that's right, we're talking about the chase. Pop quiz. 
Would you like a chance to win big money? Is your mental fitness in peak condition? Is your intellectual cardio up to snuff? If you answer yes, yes, and yes, then I've got some great news for you. ABC is now searching nationwide for trivia buffs like yourself to take on their chasers. Do you have what it takes? If you think you do, apply now at www.thechasecasting.com. You must be 18 or older and a legal resident to apply. Once again, that's www.thechasecasting.com. Apply today for a chance to embark on the mental sprint of a lifetime. And we're going to the sudden death. Sudden death. Gives me chills. Question one. <laughs> what is the oldest of the seven wonders of the ancient world? And I will give you a clue. It is not Andy or a gravy boat. <laughs> I'm locked in. They were created at the same time. They were. I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm, I'm locked in. All right. Let's start first with uh, Neil. Uh, I guess... The Great Pyramid. I don't know for sure. Andy? I too said the pyramids. And Kels, what did you say? Pyramids of Giza. It is the Pyramids of Giza. And they were built in the fourth dynasty of the Old Kingdom between 2600 and 2500 BC. That's when we got the Stargate. So yeah. I, I decided recently I wanted to learn more about ancient Egypt. And so I Googled... Uh, podcasts about ancient Egypt. And I found one that's called like the history of ancient Egypt or something like that. And I thought, Oh, that'll be great. Thinking it was going to be like a five or 10 part podcast. Dude has like 200 episodes at 30 minutes a piece. And I'm like, I don't really want to know that much about ancient <laughs> Egypt. I tried, I tried the first couple of episodes, but I had to, I had to just move on to something else. I, I'm it's in the middle of, of the history of, of rock and roll and 500 songs and each episode's over an hour long. Yeah. Is there an actual podcast that. of that? Yeah, it's amazing. See, that, oh. sound, that sounds more interesting. So it's a history of rock and roll? A history of rock and roll and 500 songs. And it is one of the most extraordinarily well-researched podcasts I've ever listened to. Wow. Thanks. I'll have to listen Check to it. Check it out. Here. Rock and roll fan. I appreciate it. So question two in the uh, sudden death. Lead is a chemical element with what symbol on the periodic chart? Mother of. Table. Lock, locked in. Bye, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought these were going from easiest to hardest. Uh, uh, Andy. <laughs> so is it like a, a gif of a pencil? Um I'm, I'm locked in with a total. Oh. Maybe I should have moved this down on the list, Andy. Sorry about that. Um, all right. Um, well, let's uh, let's go first to Neil. Um, I believe it's Latin for well, Latin for lead, uh, plumbum. So the uh, the symbol is PB. And Andy, what did you say? I went with LD because that made sense. But <laughs> sure, 
when talking about lead, I think PB. That makes even more sense. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. <laughs> uh, and Kels, what did you say? Capital P, lowercase b. Oh, and it's cap sensitive, too. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can visualize it better, Andy. Yeah. All right. I'm going to catch the last inning of the Cubs-Sox game. You guys have fun. If nothing else, <laughs> you'll learn something here because it is Latin for plumbum, which, of course, is where we get plumber, Andy. PV. Get it? Lead, lead pipes? There you go. You learn. Wow. And I know you're going to know the next one. I can't, I can't. number three. But I'm out. I'm suddenly dead. <laughs> I'm suddenly, dead. suddenly I'm dead now. I mean, to be clear, it was somewhere around category two that you were. Oh, yes. Put too fine a point on it. What is I hate everybody? Uh, you got to get that in at least once an episode. The answer is a typical once. recording night. Well, yeah. actually, speaking of hating. In what country was Hitler born? See, that I Locked know. Down. That's Locked history. I like seven herbs and seven herbs and spices. <laughs> uh, Neil, what did you say? and grumble. You know, now that I think about it, I don't know what it was at the time, but I believe uh, I wrote down Austria. And Kels, what did you say? I also wrote down Austria. And that would be the correct answer. He was born in Austria. Question number four. There are four countries in the world that have the letter Q in their name. Name oh. any three of them. Four, four. countries with the and, okay. and if if one of you answers uh, with the three correct, um, then obviously I'll give credit. But if both of you answer with two, uh, then we'll continue. I got one. <laughs> So <laughs> okay. Um, we got two off the off the top. Yeah, I wonder if we have the same two. I bet we do. <laughs> That's why I, I said if uh, nobody gets uh, more than two, then I'll ooh, continue. Oh, oh, oh. See, I thought you were going to go with starting with. There's only one of those. Yeah. and Oh, it's not with. Oh, that's why I'm stumbling. I thought it was starting with. I'm like, <laughs> what out of the world could there be? Is... I'm going, Did Quincy get his own country at some point? <laughs> Actually, just watch the video about one of these. I got it. I got all four. Um, oh, what am I missing? How many African ones do you have, Kels? Oh, oh, okay. Um, wow. Couldn't have got a little bit of help like that with lead. <laughs> Honestly, if I thought you needed it. Just narrow down a continent for Mr. Geography. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's still a, it's, I got to go through 54 everybody. of them, Andy. Um, every single person on the show. <laughs> I mean, because of the four, I've, I've only got one. Okay, I got I got three. I was trying to get the four. That's all you need. That's all you need. I, 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 I settled for the three. three. Yeah. I'm locked in. All right. Kels, what do you have? I think it's pronounced Qatar. Okay. Iraq and Mozambique. All right. And Neil, what did you have? So the last one, Kels, the one you missed was kind of tricky. Equatorial Guinea. Oh. 
<laughs> dirty pool. But yeah, yeah. that is that is that dirty. That is pool. correct. But remember, I said name any three. So we're continuing. So he gets it because I only needed three. So question oh, number five in sudden death is there once was a young, thoughtful, intelligent Quaker from Nantucket who's no, wow. I didn't say wow. who was the Captain <laughs> Ahab's chief mate in the classic novel Moby Dick. What was this chief mate's name? And if you need an easy mode, if both of you need the easy mode, I have one. Um, see, I've never read this. I only know like one. Well, I know like two lines from this whole book. <laughs> I'm like, I'm locked yeah, I'm locked in with one of the only two, two or three characters I know from that that book. So hopefully, it's exactly. Right. Neil, what did you say? Well, I don't think it's Ishmael. So I went with the other character I could think of, which was Starbuck. And Kelts, what'd you say? Oh, is Ishmael Captain Ahab's first name? Because I wrote Ishmael. Well, the correct answer is Starbuck. Yep. So, Way to go, Neil. Way to there you go. So <laughs> Way to you be want successful me to, uh, at trivia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you you guys are all you know. I'd welcome you on a team any day because it's what you know in combination with what others, you know, might or might not know. But if you'd like me to continue, I can uh, I can finish the uh, the last uh, five. That oh, yeah, is Neil's still in it. Neil's still in it, yeah. All right, there we go. What is the 48th state admitted to the Union? Oh, man, I know this. Locked in? Oh, I'm not <laughs> Okay, so I know the last two. I know, mm-hmm. I know 49 and 50. So which one was the last one in the contiguous 48? I want to say it's in the Southwest. Uh, so I'll go with, is it Arizona? Oh my gosh. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so so yeah, that's my answer is Arizona. Well, that's the correct answer. It is Arizona. So question number seven, Neil continues the streak. Who was the, and these are all quintessential type uh, questions, maybe with the exception of one, but um, who was the first woman to head a major Hollywood studio? Uh, Lucille Ball. That is correct. All right. Antonio Guterres, or uh, I believe that's uh, how you pronounce it, is the ninth person to hold this title. What title? And I will give you a clue. He yeah. is from Portugal. That's a clue. Yeah. <laughs> well, he he was there. Is the breezy mode? We all. Yeah, I was oh, here we go. I, I was just going to say I'm going to get. I'm going to hand this to you on a silver platter, Neil. He was a member of the Portuguese Socialist Party and was their prime minister from 1995 to 2002. Uh, so he was the ninth person to hold this title. I'll even give you a clue. If I were president, I would tell this uh, guy to take his organization and leave. Leave the United States. Uh, if you were which president? 
the United States. I think I stumped them. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, Governor of Puerto Rico. Secretary General of the UN. Yeah. Um, so hey, why would the United why would the president of the United States order the Secretary General of the UN out of his country? Because I don't like the UN. I think I think they're oh. corrupt. That's why. <laughs> I said, if I were president, I think they're corrupt. Oh, if you were president, I was genuinely thinking like, what would... Oh, oh, you were thinking somebody else. Okay, never mind. No, I I was thinking about genuine American presidents and diplomacy. That's as diplomatic as I can get. All right, question number nine for all, all of you to see if you know. Okay. Who does Instagram say has the most followers? And I will give you a clue. What? You? It's me, isn't it? Pretty sure. Your second. I will give you a clue. Mm -hmm. A sports figure. Cristiano. Lionel Messi. Messi, Or Ronaldo. It's one of those two. You're correct. It is Ronaldo. Hey, Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. And the last one. Who was the first repeat Cy Young winner? Ooh. Oh, um, that's a pitching award, right? Yes. <laughs> Did they pitch in the sixties? Uh, the answer is yes. It's. I'm gonna go with Sandy Koufax. It oh, is one, one of the two greatest pitchers in my mind. It is Sandy Koufax. My other that's, guess would have been Bob Gibson. <laughs> oh. Well, okay, so trivia nugget, as they say. So 1968, all right, they mm-hmm. they lowered the 1969, they lowered the pitching mound because they thought the pitchers had a uh, an advantage, particularly because Bob Gibson had a like 1.12 ERA and dominated. <laughs> um, and so they said, that's ah, too, uh, too difficult, let's lower it. And that's why it got lowered. So Bob Gibson. Great pitcher. Huh. So, okay. trivia about it. So, what do we have for a final score there, Neil? Our final score is Andy with one, uh, 170 points. Oh, Kels that's respectable. Had, Kels it had is. 220. And I had more than that. There you go. <laughs> 275. Well, Andy, 170 is respectable. Come on. You know, yeah, for last place. Yep, I'm fine back here in the basement. Well, Miss no. Allison. So, there is the <laughs> quintessential questions version one that I have uh, prepared. So, we'll see about number two at some point. But that's it. All right. Well, thank you, Barry, for uh, an excellent program. Truly. Um, though I would suggest that Sensei is as corrupt as the UN. But anyway. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and again, we wish uh, Davo uh, the good fortune in his, um, his wrestling thing. And we hope he'll be back next week, though. Um, to be fair, his schedule is pretty tight right now because he's also really into musical theater. And they're doing a... a, a play of rent uh next week um and i don't know if dave was going to be able to get away from that he he loves himself some rent so in the meantime this is me saying so long ladle brainers and let me throw it over to kells 
You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? No crack does. It kills your brain cells, son. It kills your brain cells. <laughs> and once again, Barry. Well, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. And uh, join us on Discord. Tell your friends about this great uh, trivia podcast. Not specifically this one, but the one in general. And uh, let's help it grow. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And uh, Sensei, as always, you get the final word. Yeah, I realized I didn't uh, during this whole quiz. Uh, LB5K just took a break and didn't have time to didn't didn't put anything together. So I just went back into the archives and picked a song at random. Don't go chasing mm. waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. I know that you're going to have it your way or nothing at all. But I think you are moving too fast. That's all from us. Brain Ladle signing off. The adventuring party enters the tavern. At the far side of the room, you see a mysterious figure in a dark black cloak. He rises and approaches the adventuring party. What say you, Neelith the Wise? Visit us on Twitter at LittleBrain or on Facebook at BrainLittle Productions. What say you, Kelsius the Mighty? Or you could look for us at our website, BrainLittle.com. And what say you, Andronicus the Fool? Well, we'd also appreciate it if you could check us out there on Patreon and support us. Uh, $10 sustaining membership will allow you to be on the show itself. And uh, you can also listen to special episodes. And it's all very cool and keen. Does, does everything have to be about the Beatles, Andy? Yep. This is a medieval fantasy setting. Why the Beatles? It's in jolly old England. Ugh. Hello, Ladlers. We here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast are thrilled to announce that we have merch, t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, mouse pads, a bottle of Crystal Pepsi, and a 1986 Buick Regal sitting on what the kids would say, dubs. I mean, the works. Go to brainladleshop.com and give our beautiful new shop a once-over. Show your love of trivia and help support the show by locking in on your favorite swag. And remember our sales motto, if you want it, we got it. If we ain't got it, we're going to get it. So you better get it while the getting's good. And, and. What? Uh, one and a half? Hang on. Barry's yeah. gone away. Barry's gone away. I thought so. What happened? Sorry about that. No. All right. I think that I think that no snapped, and you. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> gone, and the Hulk brought you back. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved. Sure, come get this baby. <laughs>